Hey, champion music, you already know. You know how we coming. Kitchen salt. Yes. Champion music, man. Sounding very mayoral. Yes. <laughs> this is a very special, very, 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 very special episode. Big shout out to the whole gang. You already hey. know who you is. Free Ricky. Yes, yes. Wow. This Thanks. is speaking of champion music. We have a very special guest today, man. Mm. Um, inspiration, motivation, being young black coming from New York City or anywhere mm. in the ghettos. Man. Against all odds. It's only been one other black mayor in New York City. Big R.I.P. to David Dink. I survived the David Dinkins era. I was a young kid with cut off jeans and 10 cents. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Man, big, big, big round of applause for Hell yeah. the new mayor of New York City. Does it feel real? Mr. Eric Adams, man. Thank you, brother. Thank, Thank you. you, man. Good to see you. Thank Good you, man. You. Good nah. to see you. Good to see it's, you, man. It's layers. We, we're finishing up. We, we did well on the, the first layer and, you know, part of the conversation today right. is for people to be engaged in how this layer is going to happen and how we, how we actually got here. But uh, I love the theme or the name of your show, Kitchen Talk. Right. Because it, it was in the kitchen that many of us had conversations That's with right. our families. Right. You know, we start. sat down and, you know, and talked in a real way. And, you know, we need to re-engage in that, that, you know, that conversation. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, the other day, brother, I was sitting down talking with my son. And, you know, we were just like just having a, a, a moment of, uh, you know, just talking and realize that, you know, damn, we don't even have a time to sit down and talk anymore. You know, this like, is your son you're telling yeah, me. Yeah, right, right. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't have, I've, you know, I've been so busy, busy, busy. Right. And he's like doing his music thing and right. he's busy that, you know, how often do we just sit down and just say like, what are you doing now? What are your, you know, what's your project? What are, you know, what's going on? What are your fears and what are your concerns? And, you know, kitchen talk is a way of just getting in that kitchen, making something right. to eat. Yeah, mm -hmm. and while you're cooking, right. you also get into right. it. Yeah. yeah, you know, a lot of things start in the kitchen. You know, um, we build in the kitchen. You know, it's it's, it's kind of like the, the the building point. You right. know, we sit down, we come, we hang out, we kick it, and in the kitchen, you have talks that you're not having outside because it's so intimate. And this is the vibe that we set right here. You know, so it's, it's so funny you say that when you say a lot of things start in the kitchen. Yeah, because that's where he was actually conceived. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So wow. that's that. In the kitchen. Hey, I start some things in the kitchen too sometimes. You know what I mean? Of course, though. Um, I, I know um, technically, we, technically, all right, I mean, and I'm just trying to understand the system. Right, the system, right, right, right. Right? We can't say that you are the mayor. Right. I mean, I could probably say it because I'm saying it. I like it, to speak right? it into existence. Exactly. Like, right, right. So, so. You know, how does it work? Because you was up like 31%, like right, beat right. everybody. No, good question, good question. So what happened, they did a new system called rank choice voting. Right. Mm -hmm. Before rank choice voting, it was um, a runoff. It mm -hmm. was, you have to get 51%. If you mm -hmm. don't get 51%, you should do a runoff. Now, what's deep, what many people don't know, that was created because before that, it was what, whomever received the most votes, you were, you were elected. And back then, uh, Herman Badillo and others were successful, and they came up with this new plan. You know, they always got new plans That's when right. it comes down to us. So we 
received the most votes in the uh, the first layer. Mm-hmm. If we would have hit 50%, 51%, we would not have to have the next layer. So you have the paper ballots that have to be counted, which normally the paper follows the votes. Mm-hmm. And then you have the ranked choice voting that's going on where they look at who picked number twos, number threes, until someone gets to 51%. We're at a good place. We feel very comfortable where we are. Right. But we can't officially say that you won yet until right. it goes through the entire process. Right. So it's basically like a counting process. There. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. yes. And and they're going to tally that up by what, July? July 12th. Why does it take so long? July 12th. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, with all of these In computers, 2021, right. Like, well, why does it take so think long? Think about it. Think about it. You yeah, know. put it in the money machine. Let it go. You know? <laughs> Come on. What are we talking about? Wow. But but, but the, the real move, uh, Mano, we won already in in the energy of this, you know, and I'm just really hoping that, you know, young brothers and sisters in general, but specifically black men, right. look at this mm. and see right. and take away the inspiration of, you know, the possibilities. You know, I said this over and over again. America is built on breaking black men. Mm. That's that's the that's the that's the foundation of America. They, that's a fact. They 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 have they symbolically we talked about it in that 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 um that series roots right. But the goal was to get Kuta Kinte to say Toby. That's right. And we have never moved away from that spirit. Mm-hmm. I don't care where you go in America, brother. Right. You could go to Chicago Southside, Compton, Atlanta, Detroit, uh, Brownsville. You see broken black boys turning into broken. Black men. adolescents turn right. into broken black men in yeah. a broken system because that Psycho. breaks down the entire fa- family. You know, black and black and brown men, you must break down to break down the entire family. And there's no real desire ever to turn that around. It's, it's systematic. And, and, and my whole thing is, it's like, we in a time when crime is rising right now, right? right? And it's a lot of talk about how to, how to deal with that, right? Um, these environments that we talking about, that we come from, and you speaking on, I feel like systematically produces criminals. Without a doubt. Without right. a doubt. You understand? So, you know, it, it's like, by the time you're eight years old, father may be in jail, mother trying to hold it down, right? You, you, you go on a school that is, that is underfunded, um, inadequate, teachers is, is, is uh, uh, overworked, underpaid, you come from an impoverished neighborhood um, that, that, is, that, right, has been, right. that has been impoverished for decades. Right, right, right. Right? So it's a, it's a system. Without a doubt. Right? Without a doubt. That mm-hmm. by the time you're eight years old, they're saying that you got ADD. Mm-hmm. They're diagnosing you with all, all types of things. You, you, you're carrying a gun because you feel like you need to. Right, right. right. And now you, you're getting caught up in a system. How do, you, how do we deal with that do we deal with that early or do we deal when it when it's when it's late and just say let's lock all great, these niggas great, up? Great great question, great question. And Archbishop Desmond Tutu from South Africa, mm-hmm. one of my heroes, he has a saying. We spend a lifetime pulling people out of the river. No one goes upstream and prevent them from falling in in the first place. Mm. So that's the right. Because that's that what the real, real right. issue is. Right. And now, now we have to ask ourselves, okay, wait a minute. So why aren't we going upstream and preventing them from falling in? Because people are making paper out of pulling people out. Mm-hmm. When you start talking about, well, listen, we, I'm, I'm going to prevent 
by Kim from falling in the river. People downstream that are making so much paper, they say, wait a minute, big girl, what you doing? <laughs> you know, you know, wow. we make we have profitized pulling people out of the river. Then go downstream and say, Well, let's see who we're pulling out. Black and brown. That's right. Always. Always us. So yeah. If we were pulling out other ethnic groups, you would see incentives to say, let's stop destroying these people and allowing them to fall in the river. But we're pulling out folks that we're saying, we're making paper. These are folks we don't like anyway. So right. why are we going to stop it? So now mm -hmm. Eric comes along and say, listen, I'm going upstream. I'm stopping folks from falling in the river. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I wasn't dangerous to the candidates that, was, that, that were running for mayor. That's not who I was running against. I'm dangerous to the institution that feeds the off fees. of pulling people off the river. Wow. <laughs> wow. As a so you got a lot of pushback for that, I'm sure. What? Like, I mean, what? I'm sure people are asking you the harder questions and people are positioning you in certain ways. You know, when they talk about you, there's a certain perspective. I mean, black men deal with that all the time, but right. I'm sure with you being the next mayor, like... And see, that's why, we, <laughs> that's why we have to put this in the whole, you know, concept. When I started to run, I knew what I was dealing with. New York City is the most important city in the most important country on the globe. So when you understand that, the power that comes out of New York City is the power that's cascades throughout the country and the entire globe. So the, the Nation newspaper wrote an article. Right. And they said, if Eric Adams becomes the mayor of the city of New York, it's going to change politics in America. Mm -hmm. mm. Now, some people say, you know what, two thumbs up to that. But what about people that don't want politics to change in America? Mm. They put a bullseye on me beyond belief. That's why you saw all of these folks coming out right. to mm -hmm. go with these other candidates. Because the mission became, we have to stop Eric Adams. It doesn't matter what they're even talking about. Yeah, Got to stop Eric Adams. That was the mission. The mission became stopping Eric Adams. And mm -hmm. so, But what they failed to understand is that I was no longer operating on my skill set. Mm -hmm. I was walking in the spirit. Mm. Bless. That's the type of conversations I love to have too. You know, so they didn't they didn't get that. If you if you never walked in the spirit, if you never had to say that, you know what, technically I can't survive this, but somehow I did survive it, mm. I had a life of walking in the spirit. So I know when I make the transformation from my physical ability to my spiritual abilities. And so a couple of months ago when I realized that, listen, the forces against me, against me are so strong, I all of a sudden saw things that I said, you know what? Walking in the spirit now. There's nothing these cats can do. Yeah. So, well, you you, you already you already proved that, you know. Um, you already proved that by by getting this far, right? You, you know what I mean. And despite what was put in front of you, um, so my conversation now is what next. You know what's next. So it's a lot of talk about crime mm -hmm. in the city, right? right? Now it's crime all over the country, right? Right. right, so like, right, right. it's crime all over the country. I right. think people. I, I was reading some stuff where he was talking about the doctors were saying people after being locked in so long with with COVID, people got anxiety. I was reading mm -hmm. today the FAA saying that it's more fights on planes than ever. Right, you right. understand? So right. recently, shooting is up. Everything's yeah. up. So right. so yeah. so, right. so recently, you was uh you said something about bringing back uh. Stop and frisk. Right. What's what's your what's your stance on that? That's so important. That whole conversation was the talking points of my right. opponent. You right. Know, so let's go back because a lot of people don't know, mm -hmm. you know, my how I got here. Indeed. 
Um, uh, I was 13 years old when uh, Clifford Glover was shot in South Jamaica, Queens, on Guy Brewer Boulevard. Mm -hmm. I became part of the movement to fight against police abuse. He was shot by an officer named Shay that was found not guilty. Mm. Then when I, be when I got uh, 17 years old, uh, Randolph Evans was shot by housing cops. I was still part of the movement. I was part mm. of National Black United Front, and I was part of the protest to fight against the cop getting off. Then at 18... Uh, Arthur Miller was killed by a chokehold on Nostrand Avenue. Mm. He was a prominent businessman. I was with Reverend Her Herbert Daughtry, and uh, the cops got off on that as well. Her Reverend Herbert Daughtry came to me. I was arrested at 15, beat down by cops in mm -hmm. the basement of the 103rd precinct, the same precinct that Sean wow. Bell was killed in. Yeah. Those cops took us downstairs, and they could have beat us anywhere on our body, but they didn't. They kicked us over and over again in our groin. I woke up the next day in Spotfit. The first thing I saw oh, in the toilet was was blood. My urine was not there. Blood was there. That's and, right. And so Reverend Herbert Daughtry came to me and 13 of the, 12 of the young brothers and said, listen, you guys got to go in and fight the police department from within. And I was like, man, you on crack? You know, these cats just, these cats traumatized me. Right. But they was, he was smart enough to say, in order for you to get that trauma out of you, you have to go back in and get, you were demasculated. So mm. I went into the department. Started an organization called 100 Blacks in Law Enforcement Who Care. Mm -hmm. I was in the police academy when Eleanor Bumpus was shot by Sullivan. I used to leave the police academy and go up to the Bronx to march with the family mm. against what happened to them. My fight, this is my life work, fighting against stop and frisk. So Maya Wiley and other cats that did not have a history on fighting, they said, we're going to take this soundbite and make it seem like everyone wants to bring back stop and frisk. Mm. When the record shows, I testified in federal court, and the judge stated, I'm ruling against the police department based on Eric's testimony. I mm. passed laws against stop and frisk. That's right. Right. So, so it's so, completely inaccurate then. That you completely. Uh. So now here's, here's what I am saying. So what happens, to, what is called is, we say stop and frisk, but it's right. really called stop. Question and frisk. Right. So this is what we were doing in the city. Mm -hmm. We were saying at the beginning of the night, hey, officers, you're, gonna, you're going to go out and come in with a certain number of stop and frisk, stop questioning and frisk. Mm -hmm. They were just going out into black and brown communities, stopping and searching everyone. They were right. just breaking laws. And right. that's what I've testified and got changed. Right. But what you don't want to do, you don't want to say you can't stop and question people you think you have committed crimes. Mm -hmm. When a civilian call. So if mm -hmm. you if you pull up to your house, you know, your children about to come home, you pull up to your house, you see somebody standing outside, they put a gun in their waistband, you calling the cops. Right. <laughs> and when that cops come, you want them to question, mm -hmm. do you have a right to carry that gun? Those who are running for office, they're saying, no, cops can't question anyone. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you, you, you jeopardizing the safety of people. Right. But when they question them, they should have their body cameras on. Mm -hmm. You should get the video of what they're doing. Then you should analyze those cops that are having all of these stops and questions without any reason for doing so, and you need to get them off the department because they're breaking the law by doing it. Indeed. Because I, I, I feel like the whole interaction between stop and frisk is based around training. Right. Right? Because you have to know how to differentiate different things, right? So now the young black male has a certain type of look. He's urban. He got braids. You know, you got a certain type of clothes to based on who's looking right. And the way that they train that may represent a criminal. Definitely. Definitely. Right. Definite. So 
that's why the stop and frisk is so dangerous because it's like when that is abused and cops jump out and just throw you on because of the way you look that right. is profiling and it's 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 a dangerous place for us to be right you know what i mean and we definitely don't need because we get hurt without a doubt without a doubt but based on you, their perspective like we're getting hurt but what you don't want to do and this mm-hmm. is so this is why this 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 conversation is so important right because what you don't want to do, you don't want to say that, because the goal is for us to be safe. Right. Safe from aggressive police actions and safe from crime. Right. Because when I speak to the, when I spoke to Justin mom, the 10 year old mm-hmm. who was shot and killed in mm-hmm. Rockaway, my mm-hmm. baby's gone two days before his, mm-hmm. his birthday. And so the goal is to say, you are not going to police my community and be heavy handed and abusive. That's why the technology right. is important. Right. Everyone you stop, we want to see that, that video. We want to see that you do it, that you do it correctly. Indeed. But if you take away to say, if you call the police because someone is doing something that's dangerous to your family, if you're saying that, hey, police officer, you're not allowed to question that person who you believe as a civilian is about something dangerous about to jump off, that's a dangerous place for our community. Right. So, so you're saying... Um Based on if there's a call, right? So right. None, of, none of this can be random. Right. Like, the cop can't just be driving, canvassing areas and going, oh, there's three or four dudes standing on the corner. Let me just jump out and search you. There you go, brother. None there you that. go. There you go. And now, and that's what I'm, what I'm saying is, anytime you do it, even if the call came in, your video camera is on. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, when, you, when I approach you, man, you know, I'm approaching you, my camera's on, right. I'm engaging the conversation. Because the mere fact that some, let's say a civilian call. Mm-hmm. The mere fact that civilian call and I come to respond, I don't have the authority to frisk you. Right. I have this authority to stop and question you. Question you. Because you may say, listen, I'm a security guard. That's what I'm carrying. I see your ID. I'm bouncing. Right. What they were doing, they didn't care. They were searching everyone. And that's, that's what problem. I was fighting. That's what I fought exactly. against. Got yeah. you. Got you. Understood. Understood. Mm-hmm. So how do, we, how do we safeguard against that? Because I feel like, and not just in New York City, just the way that police are trained, I feel like, Part of the training is the train to fear black men. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Listen, as a as a cop, sergeant, mm-hmm. lieutenant, mm-hmm. and captain, I used to get pulled over all the time. Mm. And you know, I wouldn't even say anything to see how the cop was going to respond. Really? Right. And I'll say, you know what? You're not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> you know wow. what I'm saying? So I know real of what they were doing, and that's mm-hmm. why we were so active in fighting against it. You know, when people do an analysis, like often right. t- oftentimes I'll, I'll have cats stop me and say, oh, you want to bring back Stop and Frisk? And I'm like, nigga, girl, go look at my record. Right. Uh, like, that don't even make no sense. <laughs> that don't even know, right, right, right. You don't spend your life working, working for something. Just it, right. <laughs> then all of a sudden, you're going to flip, you know. Right. But so the move is, is that, number, number one, in a real way, which I think is so important, what Reverend Daughtry did to me, we need some young soldiers going right. into policing. You know, I understand, I understand that. You know, I, I understand we need some that. young soldiers going into policing, and then we need to use the technology to determine who's not suitable to be in law enforcement. How right. do we do that? Because being a cop, yes. right? And, and 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 I'm mature enough to understand. You know, we we can't have a civilization without law and order. Understood, right? How do we like get to a place where um, the, the people that, that are supposed to uh, protect us, the people that are supposed to serve us, are not abusing their powers. Is it, is it 
part of the training because the police like the military in this Without country. Without a doubt. Paramilitary. You understand? Right. And then they come in our neighborhoods and they have this, this, this mentality. I often think about the kid in East New York who they put a rookie on a job mm-hmm. and he was walking uh, and he was nervous. Mm-hmm. Right. In, 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 in a, a Kai Gurley, right? Yeah, a Kai Gurley, yeah, right. And, and he shot him. Right. And it, it was a mistake and it was just like, wow, his, his, his life was taken because he wasn't ready. He wasn't trained. Right. And he wasn't ready for that. How do we start having com- real community policing, like putting people from our communities right. in, our, in communities. our communities? To protect great, great our community. You know? Great, great right. question. Great question. A couple of things. Because there's some layers to that. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. There's some yeah, layers yeah. to that. Yeah. And we, we, have to, we have to engage in a real conversation mm-hmm. around this. You know, um, there's a couple of layers. Number one, in all honesty, we should, we should not even uh, need Popo in our community. Mm. In all honesty, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we should we should be saying to ourselves as black men, mm-hmm. you know, that listen, you don't have to come on our block. We got this. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. You don't have to patrol here. We don't need here. Like my brother Anderson out in Brownsville. Yeah, he's a de- deputy inspector. Yeah, yeah. Anderson created a play space. He says, you know what? We're not even doing patrol here anymore. Right. We're gonna let the people hold it down. So when as black men. When we raise our concern about racist police behavior, we need to do a self-examination of ourselves. Why do we need someone coming from our, our community to keep our community safe? You know? like, am I protecting my community? Mm-hmm. You know That's the real saying? question. Right, right. You right. Know, am, I, am I setting the rules up of saying, listen, you're not slinging drugs on this corner. You know, you're not coming here. You're not going to be shooting up my schools. We need to be setting the standards like the Panthers set the standards. And that's the, that's the real void. The real void is, you know, where are the black men saying in our communities that, listen, there's a certain standard of behavior that we have. Like that, what happened in the Bronx. I, went to, I sat down with the mother and father of the, the two children in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. This cat was taking out someone, shooting over the kids. Right. That little boy won't leave his dad's life. Right. Understood. What you're saying idealistically mm-hmm. is, 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 is great. Mm-hmm. Sound good, right? It, it's mm-hmm. a great ideal, mm-hmm. right? If we could police our own neighborhoods, if we was responsible enough to take the lead, that would be great. But as long as we have impoverished neighborhoods, ghetto, ghettos and inner cities, there's always going to be crime and it's always going to be a disconnect even between us. We're fighting against you know, the because, cycle but, that we were right. just talking about. So it's, it's always going to be a disconnect between even younger brothers with, each, with, with ourselves because we, we kind of perpetuate and taught to hate ourselves. So if, if, if I don't see value in myself, Without how can doubt. I see value in you? So, so it's hard for us to police our own neighborhoods and, and be what the Panthers were because then we would have to have that pride. We gotta, we gotta, first, we got to learn our history. We got to where we come from, and we got to start being taught who we are is important but because we'll never have that. But you said something powerful. Mm-hmm. You said something really powerful. Mm-hmm. You have to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we look at the enormity of the problem and say that it can't be done, and I say no to that. Mm. That's what we started 100 blacks in law enforcement who care. I went to 10 soldiers that I know who thought like me and felt the same passion that I did. Mm-hmm. I said, listen, I need, I need for you to go get 10 more soldiers, get 10 more brothers and sisters that we all think together. And we, mm. were, we were a tight group of 110 of us, actually, but we were a tight group. And so what we need to do is what you're saying. 
we think we need the entire army. No, we don't. You know, there's a, a, a Judges chapter 7, verses uh, 2 through 7, talks about uh, the fight with the Nehemites, and uh, the uh, king had uh, 22,000 soldiers, and God said, listen, those are too many. And he, he took, broke them down to 10,000 soldiers, and he says, listen, you, got, you, you still have too many. He took them down to the river and mm. said, give me the ones that drink at the river but laps up the water like a dog and look, looks around. Those are your soldiers. Went down to 300. 300 yeah. We're looking for too many soldiers. We don't need an army. We need a committed few. Mm. And so if we go in a block and sit down and, and show real authentic love with these brothers, mm -hmm. real love, and say, listen, man, we, I know you're going through some pain. I know you did some That's time. Right. I know you you know, you know, you did some stuff with some drugs. I know all of this, but I'm not judging you. Mm. See, I can't judge anyone. That's right. Because I was running numbers, you know, as a 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talk about it. My man was running numbers. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, Come on. You know, I, when, when mom needed something to eat, I bought that nickel and made eight joints. Mm -hmm. so I could Damn take that right. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Damn, eight so joints out of a nickel? Bro? Back then, this is Damn. Back then, yeah. <laughs> so I can't, you know, I can't look at anyone and say what they should have done or what they could have done. You know, I'm going to meet people on their levels because... Indeed. Come to the people as the people. That, that's yeah. all I am, brother. That's all. That, and I keep people telling, I tell people all the time that I know sometimes I'm meeting people in the streets where... You know, people say, you know what, man, I'm just going to hate on you, Eric, because I look in the mirror and I see myself and mm. you look like me and I hate myself, so I'm going to hate me. Mm. I, I got it. And mm. I don't even get upset, you know, because people, listen, let me tell you something, people shit all over me during this campaign. Mm. People people jacked me on this campaign that I fed. Mm. Folks who slept on my couches, mm. other folks gave them 30 pieces of silver and they turned on me. Wow. So, and I, and I, a lot of them wrote off. I just said, you know what it is, what it, it is. is. But some of them, brother, they hurt me. Wow, they really hurt me. Let me let me ask you that though, right? You you being who you are, you being you relating to to the black man and the black male experience the way you do, right? How does that how does that contrast with your relationship with with PBA, like police, the police department, right? Guys like Pat Lynch, because um they endorsed you before, they right. didn't endorse you this time, right? Why not? Because I said, I don't want your endorsement. Because mm. when they, when I said, I told Pat, Pat, listen, you can't be endorsing Trump. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Right. I said, I, listen, I don't, I, don't, I don't want your endorsement. You mm. know, so, That's a bad look. Right, right. Yikes. Listen, because philosophically, you know, you can't be, I know what I believe in. Mm. What's interesting about me, I don't have a black conversation. I don't have a white conversation. I don't have a multi-billionaire billionaire conversation. I don't have a hood conversation. I got one conversation. You could you could take what I said, and if I'm in uh, Brevoy, mm -hmm. and you could take what I'm said what I said if I'm on Broadway sitting in a, in a, in a multi-billion dollar boardroom. It's the same thing mm. because what white folks are starting to realize that their tax dollars are being wasted with that downstream approach. Mm -hmm. They realize they're being hustled. We're all being hustled. You know, they say, wait a minute, I'm paying all this damn money and I'm still having 65% of black and brown children never reaching proficiency in the Department of Education. And if you don't educate, you're going to incarcerate, brother. That's, a, that's <laughs> right. what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're starting to say to themselves, wait a minute, y'all hustling us too. You know, so I'm able to show the billionaires of this city that you are being played. You're being played because you're paying high taxes to continue inst institutional poverty. 
hustling backwards. Right. <laughs> and that's what folks are starting to wake up to. They're starting to wake up to, and that's why I resonated throughout the city. Because right. they said, they said, wait a minute, this cat, there's something to what this cat is saying. You know? Right, 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 right. No, it's definitely, it's definitely resonates. And that's what I'm saying. Like, where's your relationship with the PBA now? Like, what is, is there, is there tension with you? Because it was a time when, um, you know, the police department, they wasn't feeling Bloomberg. Right, right, right. You know, right. they wasn't feeling de Blasio. Right, Like, right. so where they at with you? Because you, you, you have a background as being um, from law enforcement and also fighting against wrong law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And, but, you know, know what, know what's very interesting? Uh, people respect when you're real about what you're doing. Mm. You know, I'm, listen, I'm straight up. This is, look, cops that should not wear that uniform, I'm getting rid of them fast. Panaleo was around for four years. Right. That's the guy with uh, Eridana. Eridana. Yes. He was around for four yes. years. After it right. happened. Mm-hmm. Right. Maya Raleigh was in charge of that. Mm. She was she was in charge of that. He was there for four years. Eric Adams is man. You bouncing after 30, 60 days, you're gonna do your trial and you're gone. Right. Right. You know, Maya Wiley was in charge of the MWBE program. We have a $22.5 billion MWBE program. We only got two to three percent of that dollars that came from this. She was in charge of that. She was mm. in charge of CCRB. Mm. See, she wants to try to critique my record because she doesn't have a record. And the CCRB, that's the, uh, uh, the civilian, criminal civilian, civilian complaint, complaint board, board right? for right. the people Hello. in CV land that don't know, because he's talking that talk, and we right. need you to understand that, that lingo. So she tried they're to... Charge of, they're in charge right. of reviewing the, the, the bad behavior of police officers. She was in charge of that, and she had one of the worst records going. Really not doing nothing. Nothing. And then nothing. try to turn around and... Flip the script. And flip. Because, see, they know... Let me tell you something. People play black folks, man. They can, they can look... You could do all that you're doing, Mano, all that you're doing, mm-hmm. talking with people real, doing some real things. Mm-hmm. People will come up with a little sound bite. That's right. And all of a sudden, the same folks that you have been fighting for will come back later and say, oh, Mano, Mano you're a sellout. Mm-hmm. It's like, Negro, what you talking about? Like, I did all this for y'all. Like, yeah, right. yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? That's, right. why mm-hmm. the, that's why the Bible is a heavy book. Right. You know, because... All that Jesus did, he walked on water, mm-hmm. he cured people, he mm-hmm. did everything. But as soon as it was time to turn them in, they right. were like, oh. They, they, <laughs> they, they, because they, they love the hate, and they would love, they love the hate. And then the thing is, you, 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 a person, you, it's like what you said recently about, about hitting 35 at night, playing basketball, and somebody wanted to talk about the, the 10 shots you you, you missed. Right? Yep. But you had a great game. Love me, then you hate like, me, then you love long me again. As right, long as your, 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 your overall outweighs, you know, some of the small bosses, because none of us is perfect, right. you know? Right, right. And talking about this, it, it, it brings me to another question. Yes. You know, um, last year, you know, we, we you know, there's a lot happening, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, George Floyd, a lot of protests, um, and, you know, Black Lives Matter. And then there was this this conversation that, that began to build up about defunding the pro, uh, defunding the police. Where you at on that? Okay, and let me I want to do that, but mm-hmm. let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. George George Floyd, brother mm-hmm. Terrence, endorsed mm-hmm. me. Yes, Abner Louima, who was sodomized by Volpe, endorsed me. Indeed, Doris Munn, whose brother was shot, and and and, and endorsed me. Uh, all of the victims mm-hmm. endorsed me. Mm-hmm. No no victim endorsed any of those cats. 
None of them was endorsed by any victim. You talking about other other Merrill? All the Merrill candidates. <laughs> None of them were endorsed by any other candidate. <laughs> I was endorsed by the people. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But she, exactly. she was on the ground with the people, though. Exactly. That's the whole thing. Exactly. So mm-hmm. let's go to the defunding, defunding part right. Um, right, right away. Bumper stickers is not public safety. You can't come up with slogans and bumper stickers, you know, like so many people who don't need police on their block. They mm. want to determine you know, the slogans for our community. And so what we should be doing, we should look at all the agencies and saying, how are you spending my money? The police department's budget, we Mm -hmm. can do a better job in spending the money in the police department. We need to change the ecosystem Mm -hmm. of public safety. Right now, the ecosystem of public safety in the the country is just police. No, Mm -hmm. we need to take some of that budget and say, let's put it in crisis management team. Let's put it in youth uh, programs. Let's put it into mental health. Mm -hmm. Let's put it into even foster care. Foster Mm -hmm. care children age out at 21. Mm -hmm. If we give $50 million of the police budget and let them age out at 26, instead of of 20% graduating from high school, 90% will graduate from high school. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're setting up foster care children for failure. And so we can use the public safety money better than what we're doing if we redefine the ecosystem. But if people are running around saying, I'm um, cut it by $3 billion, what are you doing with it? Mm-hmm. And what's the impact? It's about, on, right, it's right, about right. what we, because you do believe in taking some of that money and putting it in the right place. And, and doing the right thing to prevent crime. That's Let's right. say, for example, you know how you prevent, you want to really prevent crime? Do dyslexia screening in every school. Mm. 30% of the brothers and sisters on Rikers Island are dyslexic. Mm. So if I did screening, and for dyslexia in every school, identifying dyslexia, giving the, the, the families the resources they need, baby's not going to feel that he can't learn, start slinging drugs, pick up a gun, do a stick up, and end up on Rockets Island. I went through my public school system. My entire public school system, I was bullied. They called me the dumb student, the D student. Everyone used to leave the, leave the classroom before me. They would all laugh at me because mm. I was failing all my classes. Uh, I sneaked out a D to get out of high school, went to summer school. I was in college and my remedial course, mm. because I couldn't take the regular courses because my grade were too, they were too low. I was in the, in the library when I overheard a video, a documentary someone was listening to on learning disability. I mm. took out the documentary and looked at it and I said, I got a learning disability. Mm. I, I, I finally got the resources and overcame the learning disability. I went from being a D student to being on the dean's list all the time in college, right. but I was lucky. Mm-hmm. How many of those brothers and sisters on Rikers Island with learning disabilities? 55% have learning disabilities. Mm-hmm. 80% of the brothers and sisters at Rikers don't have a high school diploma or equivalency diploma. They were not lucky like me. They never heard the documentary. Mm. They were called lazy and dumb and stupid like I was. We set people up for failure. That's if you right. don't educate, That's right. you will incarcerate. See that's see, that's exactly what I'm saying. So how do we? What's the plan to 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 combat these things, right? How do we save our kids early? How do we fix the the, the, the broken school system? Love it, love it. How man. do Good we? Question. How do Good question. how do we do it? Like you know. Good question. Good question. And it's number one. You have to get the right chancellor. And 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 you have to be real about this man that's what i'm saying that's why this moment is so important for us mm-hmm. you know i should be mayor for one reason only i'm so goddamn better than everybody that's running brother mm. come on <laughs> give them something <laughs> give them something you give them something 
brother, when you look at when you look at the depth of my life, I'm I live the life that people are living. Right. And, and when when I start when I start talking about doing what you're saying, right. When when I talk upstream, right. The level of upstream I'm talking about, people are not even ready for this conversation. Mm -hmm. Take this for example. At 20 weeks of gestation, 20 weeks of gestation, when that mother's carrying that baby, that baby girl she's carrying has all the eggs she's going to have for the rest of her life. If that mother's traumatized, she's going to traumatize that baby girl also while she's carrying her. Mm -hmm. Now science is saying she's also going to traumatize the eggs mm -hmm. that she's carrying right. her. So you're, you have generational right, trauma. Right, yeah. And so Eric Adams as mayor, every mayor, every mother that needs it will have a doula. That doula is wow. going to teach that mother mm -hmm. on not only while she's carrying that baby, how to give it the right food, the right, right nutrition, the right support, how to change. Because the trauma, science is saying that trauma that baby and those eggs have, you can change the trauma by doing what's called a the genetic markers by nurturing, loving, and caring. Mm -hmm. Many of these mothers don't know how to nurture and love these babies. So they're coming out with these. Because it wasn't taught. There right. you go. But so doula can show you the proper way of right. this called change the genetic markers right. so that we don't continue the perpetuation of trauma. Right. A lot of our babies are growing up from generational from trauma. Gen from goddamn slavery. Right. Yeah. All right. Right. Like, this is right. chains and images of psychological slavery. Right. It's been embedded in our great, 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 great grandmothers and great. It's in our DNA, brother. It's in our DNA, fear, distrust, it, you know, all these things that they try to, you know, uh, put on us. It's, it's already embedded. It is. But, but it, is it the things that we're talking about, the things that we know that idealistically that we want to change? Is it as simple as applying the right amount of money to these places? Combination, places, combination, combination. combination. Uh, resources we spent we spent about thirty billion dollars on education, but we spent it on How the wrong thing. No. How are we spending thirty billion on, inf <laughs> on on on? You see the school systems in in, in go, uh, New York City, they overcrowded. Mm -hmm. All right, and and teachers definitely right. ain't getting no money because what they giving teachers. Right, and what's <laughs> up with the school system after Corona? Because that's looking crazy too. No, it is. It is. But the the real the real move is what you what you you're asking the question of how we fix how do we it. yeah leadership is important. Mm -hmm. We have, to, we have to identify the urgency. There is no real identification of the urgency because I'm telling you, 65% of black and brown children don't meet proficiency every year. You can't tell me if any other ethnic group in this city, 65% of their children were not reaching proficiency. You'll see riots in the street. Mm. We have accepted the fact that black and brown children will fail. We have accepted that. So we have to change the acceptance. We have to all of a sudden say, this is no longer acceptable. You have to have the right commissioner with the right teachers, with the right mission. So just as we talk about policing, we need more black and brown teachers. Do you know we have a small pool? That's right. See, everyone, and counselors. We, and, right, mm -hmm. right. Mental health professionals. Mm -hmm. We need to have in schools. We need to have washers and dryers. Right. You know, because a lot of babies. Also. Right. The curriculum has to change. Yeah. It needs to, need to be culturally relevant. Right. You know, people need to see themselves in the books. So when, when I'm talking about here, what I'm going to do in New York, we're going to, it's going to cascade throughout this entire country. People think this is just about everyone wants to be the mayor of New York. No, I'm, I'm going to change how we thing. run this country. Because it, this, this is what's going on in our communities nationwide. But you know what right. I'm saying, same brother? Same thing, whether it's in Bed-Stuy or, or Bankhead in Atlanta. Like, it's the same thing. Same you thing, know? brother. It, do we, do we, uh, 
build more schools? No, see, it's, volume is never the question. Quality is the question. You know, we, we, we're big on, you know, volume. You know, right. it's the, the question is quality. And we have some great quality uh, pr- schools like Bedford Academy. These, these Bedford brothers Academy. and sisters Bedford, are shout amazing. Out to Bedford Academy. But why would not? Why we? Why is there only one Bedford Academy? Mm-hmm. My son, my son is graduating from Bedford Academy love tomorrow. It. Hey. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Congratulations, my eighteen year old. Don't love cry, so don't you know, cry. So you know how good the school <laughs> it's is. It's a beautiful school. <laughs> so, but why we only shout have shout out one? to uh, Principal Muhammad. And, and it, 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 let me just tell you about the school. Is it was a uh, so different, right? Um, culturally. Black men running the school talking about um, our us That's right. and, and teaching young black men how to be, you know, responsible black men. That's right. You understand? That's right. And it, it was it was for me. Every time I go into school, I really feel good because it's like here's a school that's really for us. Right. You right. understand that 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 really cares. And I would talk to the principal. I would talk to the teachers, and and it's really a community thing. And, and that's a great question. Like, why is it only one of those? Understand what I'm saying? Or how about Eagle Academy? Eagle Academy. My son went there also. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so There's a few of those. Yeah, it's, it's a, but, but it's, right. only, it's only five. Right. Right. Why? Right. Why, why we, so, so those, if we take those templates of those schools right there and, and, and kind of put them around citywide, like, can we do that? Yes, we can. But... But if you if think about this for a moment, that's what, I'm, I'm, what I want to share with you, because folks need to understand. Let's say you take Bedford Academy, mm-hmm. and you say, you know what? They're successful. These kids are doing amazing. They're going on to schools. Uh, they're having these great, uh, you know, programs. So let's duplicate more. Mm-hmm. Now you have this other cat that's saying, wait a minute, man. We duplicate this. Who's going to make this money? Who's going to jail? We need niggas to go to jail. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? We need niggas to go to jail. <laughs> You it's all the same system, though. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. You know, because you know what? If we have them in jail, we're going to be able to sell the food products we That's sell right. in jail. Make the cleaning place. supplies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to be able to get this la- low labor. Yeah, this yeah is slave this, labor. This is a hustle. And so you, when cats come along that have, I have been in the system and I know the hustle, mm. now I'm coming in and I'm saying, we're changing this hustle. So my danger, brother, let me people need to understand the relevancy of my danger. Mm. I, I'm fucking with how people make their paper. Right. <laughs> kind of doing the impossible if you really think about right. it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I was talking about being mayor. I better be carrying my gun. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because you, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, like, people will hate you. What? Right. And then, now, 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 compare the hate of people who are messing with their paper with the hate of the community that says, you know what? I don't even, I don't even want you to save me. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the morale has been down for so long. And like, why would you even think this is possible? I think it's like, again, you could see it, you could be it. So once you start and you, your momentum is there, I'm sure people are going to believe it. That's, 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 it's, so you're getting the hate from the people you're messing with their paper. Right. You're getting the hate from who the folks like Maya is trying to gas them up, put a mm-hmm. battery in their back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric is going to do this. Eric going to do this. So you got this hate coming from all sides. The only way you defeat that hate, you got to walk in the spirit. Right. right. And, and, and win. <laughs> and win. Right. You know, and win. All that win they, big. All that they threw at me. That's right. All that they did. You know what? They, they walk around. All they see is this big smile because they don't know. 
what y'all gonna do to me? That's right. <laughs> nah, that's, that's, that's real, you know? It, and it's, it's also the follow-through. People are so, like, that politics gives them a bad taste in their mouth. They're just like, right. they don't really care about us. Like, right. You know, so, I mean, it's dope to see somebody that, again, was on the ground through Corona, through all this stuff, but even before that, you know, like, people really know you. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even know who the other candidates were <laughs> for a while. Not at all. Like, who? They didn't even, they didn't even know who they I, were. Yeah. <laughs> I knew who. I, the, um, I met uh, Andrew Yang before at Hot 97. We met him together. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, right. Um, and, think, and think about that. Yeah. Now think about that for a moment. That's, that's, that's what's so powerful. And that's why he he must have a, a dartboard with me in his house. You know? Right. You know, because, you know, and I used to say to him, like, what are you doing here? He wanted to give out, a, what, what was it, a thousand dollars? But recently, it was a hustle because you you kind of broke that down when you right. talked about like uh, that wasn't going to reach everybody. Not only that, brother. Listen, if you are on um, public assistance, mm -hmm. that's a federal allocation. If I give you a thousand dollars, the federal government is saying, "Wait, you got a thousand dollars now a month? Mm -hmm. I'm taking that money back when I'm giving you." Mm -hmm. <laughs> And so he knew he couldn't give people the money if they were the low income earners because then the government would take back the subsidies that they're giving. So you're going you're going to lose money by that thousand dollars that that you're getting. And so once he got played, then he starts saying, "Well, you know, we're going to do something called democracy bucks. You can't do that. What are you going to do next? Monopoly money? Come on, <laughs> man, stop playing us." Wait, so would you say it works the same way with the whole unemployment thing and the increase in that through last you, year? You can't. You can't. They're going to take my money back. Like, <laughs> I understand. Unless the federal government, if you're on subsidies, mm -hmm. so, uh, um, SNAP and other federal programs, mm -hmm. if you get additional money, you no longer qualify for that. And if the federal government states we're going to give everyone a thousand dollars a month, then it's suitable. But yeah. cities can't do that right. because then the you. city is going to got say, you. federal government is going to say, right. you are no longer qualified for the money we're going to give you. And he knew that, but he was playing people on their emotion. Right, right. And people started picking up on it, and that's why he went from being twenty-four points above to being called, "I'm no longer running." Wow. <laughs> Empty promises. Let me ask you. NYCHA. Yes. Right? Conditions in NYCHA. Yes. We from the P's. We from the project. Project lobby. Pissy elevators. Right. You know, staircases is just, you know, the conditions in NYCHA. Um, what is the plan to, to, to help that? And, and, you know, people often look at the buildings of NYCHA, mm -hmm. but they need to look at the people of NYCHA. The the conditions of the buildings, mm -hmm. those conditions match the conditions of the people. Mm. NYCHA has some of the lowest uh, proficiency rates in education, mm. some of the highest number of uh, mental health illness, high mm. numbers of, of people who are experiencing dyslexia, learning disabilities, uh, highest incarceration, That's right. highest drug use. And so everyone believes, okay, let's fix the buildings. No, you have to also give the people what they need. We have to give the families what they need in the process. So my plan is a full out plan on NYCHA because even when I was growing up in South Jamaica, Queens, we had that old dilapidated uh, house we were living in with no insulation. Right. Windows were broke, but we had so much pride in ourselves. So your Indeed. physical structure cannot tear you down if your mental structure is strong. And right. so if we build the people of NYCHA, and have them believe in themselves again, 
they're going to become the lobbyists they need to change the conditions that they're in. And we need to get a, an immediate infusion of cash, and we could do that in NYCHA by selling the air rights, not the buildings. The buildings should stay public, mm-hmm. but the air above NYCHA is called air rights. You can sell that. So you what does that, that mean? Can't fly planes over there? No, no, no. That's no. what that means? No, no. What it means is... I was about to get a plane and fly right <laughs> over that motherfucker. I'm telling you. <laughs> At least I had no, the, the, the concept of air rights is that, so, like, this building can build higher. Oh, okay. Air rights. Understood. Right. It Understood. can build higher. Right, right. And instead of you saying, okay, I'm not going to build higher, but how much I could build, I want to sell that to someone else that wants to build higher next door to me. And that's okay. what's called air rights. Under, so you could get about four to eight billion dollars of just selling the air rights. So who owns the air rights? Right now. Just, just randomly, like it's, the city. It's, it's the city. The city. The selling city. air Yeah. So that's not like something we just made up. I'm gonna own seventy seventy feet into the sky. Right, right, right. right I'm gonna right, own right. this. So so let's say let's say <laughs> let's say you have a, a an apartment building mm-hmm. and you build eight floors. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, you could build 16 floors. But the guy next to you, he, his his area is zoned only to build six floors. I can say to him, I'm not going to build higher. I'm going to sell you my right to build higher so right. you can build higher on your property. And there's, okay. a, there's a profit attached to that. So so you're saying, so we're going to pull in some money by selling air rights? For overnight, yeah. We're overnight not using you. them any, anyway. They just sit there. Sudden, so they're not going to build upon them. They're not going to make the project buildings taller. No, no. They're just going to own them. Exactly. Okay. And then and then we sh- we could infill build in NYCHA, but this is how you infill. Right now, you have you, you build, let's say, on, on a parking lot, lot of NYCHA. You are, now they're saying you allow new people to come in in that. I say no to that. Build the new buildings allow the pre-existing tenants to move into the new buildings and right-size their apartments. Because some people are living in three-bedroom apartments and they don't want to downsize because if you grew, if you spend 40 years in, in 40, mm. now they want to move you to the South Bronx. You say, listen, I'm not mm. trying to leave my community. Mm. No, let them right-size their apartment from that three-bedroom because the children moved down to the one-bedroom you need and you can stay right in the facility and the new units that you have, mm-hmm. then you completely renovate the old ones and allow new families to come mm-hmm. in. And so there are ways to get the money into NYCHA. So we need that money. Exactly. So basically it's a money thing to help that. Exactly. Because anybody said, let's wait for the federal government. Listen, man, that's old. That's an old rap, man. The bugles you hear, that's not the Calvary. That's taps. NYCHA mm-hmm. is dying. We need to put money in NYCHA right now. And you do it by using the assets you have. And then we should start thinking about ownership for NYCHA. You know, we should cycle people into permanent ownership, co-op, condominium, co-op, right. you know, so that people can own their property, right. build up equity, and able to use that equity in a way to do a down payment on home. Because we, we, we have to cycle people into ownership. Mm-hmm. And, and this is how you stop gentrification. If you could own your place, then you're not going to be forced out by unscrupulous landlords. You against gentrification? When, when you say against it, right. to me, gentrification is a mindset. You know, if you if you are of any ethnicity, mm-hmm. black, white, no matter what, and you come into a community and you 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 become part of that community, mm-hmm. then you know what? That's cool. I don't care what ethnicity you are. Right. But if you come into the community and then all of a sudden you're going to have your dog crap on my damn yard and don't pick <laughs> it up, or you're going to call the cops on me because I tell you to put a lease on your dog, right. or you're going to call someone and say they playing music on Sunday from this building. It's a church, Negro. And right. people have been there for a long time. You right. know? So if you want to come in and displace the culture, 
I'm tired of people playing dominoes. They've been playing dominoes for 40 years on this corner. Mm-hmm. That's what gentrification is to me. When you want to want to come in and just change the culture of a community and have your own classroom with your children mm. or have your own restaurants and stores and don't want to assimilate. And, and don't want to be a part of the, right. the, the culture of, the, of that neighborhood. Exactly. Gentrification is just so like beautiful on the outside, ugly on the inside. Like The way that they go about making these places look better and raise the property value is really bad. Like I just recently learned about fracking when I was doing a cleaning in the city and I, like how I think during Corona, they even made one that went right into Brown, like a pipeline yeah, that made it right into Brown. They, oh, they, they were going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like things like that is crazy because people don't even understand like even the environmental racism is a thing. Like, you Without know what doubt. I mean? Like there's right. already things that are against you that you have no idea about. You're right. Well yeah. said, well said. But they were successful in stopping that pipeline that you were talking about. Mm, okay. What you but it do, happens a lot. What are you going to do about those the Karens? Low. I'm sorry, what? Karens. Which, which Karens? Karens. Oh, the, man, what are you going to do about that? Those are, those are the same ones, you know. And, and, and I'm glad folks really mobilized around, you know, that whole right. attitude. This, this entitlement, this I'm, I'm supposed to be here, you're not. You know what I'm saying, brother? You understand? Just arrogant about just it. arrogant and, you know, my rights are this, my rights are that. Oh, you know what? I was attacked. And then, you know, pump faking and, 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 and calling the cops on us. Right, right. But, that, you know, I got to hand it to this bill. I don't know if that bill passed yet in, um, in Albany of if, if you illegally call false, false 911. Yes. That's yeah. why we push for... The Karen in Central Park. We we said we told, right. we told the cops you gotta arrest her. That's Cause, right. Because the videos clearly show that the brother didn't do anything. That's, That's right. a false police report. You know. So once you start making these arrests, people are going to respond accordingly. You know. Wow. Yeah. Lot going on, brother. I know it's a lot going on, and I got I just got a couple more questions. I know. Um. I grew up in a in a hood, right, and then I went to school. In these, in these, the school system that we're speaking of, I never learned nothing about me. Right. I never learned nothing about us. Whoa. Recently, um, this last year or so, I found out about things that I've never, never mm. learned about. And I probably ran into these stories in passing while being incarcerated, taking in a lot of information. One of these things was, was the Tulsa thing. Mm. And in the whole Juneteenth thing, um, recently uh, they making Juneteenth uh, a national holiday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's people saying that holiday with no with no reparations. It's like what? What is that? Right, right. Um, I'm hearing about people talking about trying to actually some people. I think it was a couple of mayors banding together to kind of talk about that. Right. Where you at with that? I love that. Because you know what's deep about uh, mm-hmm. Tulsa? And a lot of people who are probably listening are not aware mm-hmm. of that, but they need to Google it. Uh, it, was, it was an extremely uh, affluent That's right. a town. That's right. That, you know. Black Wall Street. Right. And, and whites went in and burned it down. You know who, was, who, uh, who were also part of that town? Oh. Indians. Wow. Wow. And you know what happened? They gave reparation to the Indians. Wow. How, how, how did how? But never. That's gave really deep. I just, this, I just learned you this. I just learned this. I just learned this the other day. They passed to the game. Indian uh, 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 business owners that were impacted, right? And they excluded the black business owners that were impacted. 
And so that's the type of movement I'm going to do where we're going to coalesce with black and brown mayors across the country. Because right. we, we can't, you can't say, okay, let's forget about what, what happened. No, you got to make cats whole. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got you to, we, we have to get out of the mindset of, okay, we made a mistake. Oops, let's uh, just move on. No, no. You, you have to make. Because got, those people, and I didn't mean to cut you up, yeah. but those people, like when you look at their story, and it's, it's heartbreaking. I was in Detroit the other day watching a documentary on it. Yeah. And you look at those people, those businesses and those homes that was burnt down and, and they was pillaged and everything. Most of them did not or was not able to rebuild from that. Right. So now we now we cut off from that yeah. generational wealth. Without this country doubt. built on generational wealth that of, of, of things that they stole. Right, right, right. You understand? From the well beginning. Said. So now we, we we cut off from that. Well and said. then you're going to say, oops, we made a mistake. Right. No, right. we need our motherfucking reparations. Right, right. and that's, that's the same with the whole cannabis movement. That's right. We, the money that we make, the, right. the mayor of the city is mm. going to be make the determination of how we roll out the cannabis cannabis movement here. Mm. The state passed it, but the, the local municipal, municipalities, right. they're going to do how it's going to be handled. Mm. We need to make sure that we make cats whole who were arrested. Because we got hurt right, behind that. Right, right, right. What's the game plan? You wanna, when I say make people whole, we have to do it in a different, many ways. We have to fix their credit reports. Mm -hmm. We have to do job training, you know, and have a pot of money that's saying, okay, you were arrested for cannabis back then. We're going to now, you're, you're eligible to do this plumbing, carpentry, uh, technology, job mm -hmm. training, so you can get your life back in tra on track. Mm -hmm. We need to fix your credit report because your life got thrown off because of that arrest. So we need to make people whole mm -hmm. and put them back on a pathway to be part of middle-class society in the, in the city. How realistic is, the, is making that happen? Very making much, it? very much. There's, there's going to be a lot of paper made off of cannabis. Trust me. This is what I'm saying. So so now that if you went to prison and you and you did a bit off, off of illegal sales of, of cannabis, now part and part of making them whole again, are you eligible for a license in some type of way? Exactly. They should be, like Jersey did it right, with That's the right. whole legacy mm -hmm. of movement. We need to say you're now going to get first dibs on the licenses. Those and others who have the licenses, we should have a pot of money that part of the tax on the cannabis should go into this pot of money so that we could do other things, you know, get making, get, like I said, job training, uh, mental health services that you need. Because, you know, when you, cats went through some stuff, man. So that's right. Definitely. <laughs> you know? Yeah, doing time, you can send this, these, 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 these what, 10, 15 years right. behind. Right. Pounds of weed, and then what? Now it's illegal. From your family, family, right, and right, now it's right, legal. Right, 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 right. Now it's that Rockefeller, right. even the Rockefeller drug laws. When I was a sergeant in the police department, I used to protest at Rockefeller Plaza to repeal the Rockefeller drug laws. Mm -hmm. And then finally, when I became a state senator, I co-sponsored the bill that repealed the Rockefeller drug laws. They were locking brothers up for a long period of times. The bill I co-sponsored. We repealed the Rockefeller drug laws. Right. And so and so that's why when I get in this conversation and you know, people just don't know, man. You know, I've been doing this for a bit, man. I'm not yeah. new to this. I've been I'm true to this, man. From all <laughs> angles, you right. got it from all angles. Right. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. So that's 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 the thing though, man. I I, I um I, I, I wanna see that happen though, man. Yeah, I no, see no, without a doubt. Get it get an opportunity to to get their life back. And reparation is re reparation yeah. is important. We need to 
But, you know, that needs to be part of our conversation of America never paid back the wealth it made off of slavery. And we need to be, we and, need to be unapologetic about demanding it. That's a fact. That is a, that right. is an absolute fact. Like, at but, least teach but, us the right thing in school, but, like you said. Like, give but, us the real information. Right, but they they never gonna do that. Right, because that that just empower us and make us angry, and then just I mean, come on, like, right. smart is gangster. Right, mm, it's mm, like if you mm, knew better, you, you do better. Mm. Like mm -hmm. being being unintelligent is is come on, right. that's, that's where they want to keep us. The fact that we finding out these things. Because they try to keep it away from us, you know what I mean? Yeah, they want but you we, angry, we, they want we, you dumb, angry, right. all of that. But yeah. we, but we, we. Here's the key. I believe, I believe the key is this: mm. is this having real cats that are credible messengers, right? Engage in real conversations, you know, uh, because folks are hurting. They don't want to hear from everyone, but cats Indeed. that they respect. To give them these little jewels and have them listen, go Google this, go read right. this. Like, there's a documentary coming out that uh, I, I am in called "They're Trying to Kill Us." Uh, it's it's a powerful documentary mm. about food in our community, and you know, like people know my story. I was I was diagnosed with you know type two diabetes, lost my sight. Doctor said, "Eric, hey, you're gonna be blind in a year." You know, I had permanent nerve damage in my hands and feet. That's gonna lead to amputation. Right. Um, you know, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. And not until I went to, a, you know, a plant-based diet that I was able to reverse my vision loss, my nerve damage, my mm -hmm. diabetes, and all of that. And there's a documentary coming out. Up it speaks on that. It, it speaks on they're trying to kill us. Young brothers, young, you know, young rappers. Right. And, you know, young brothers and sisters who are talking about, listen, man, they, you know, we talking about drugs in our community? The real... Food. Food is killing us. The problem bro, is in the food and the solution is in the food. Right. What do we do about that? Because right. the cancer, the hypertension, all, that, all these things, the diabetes, how do we, these, these oversized ills, this cholesterol, mm -hmm. that's right, the, the, that's right. And in bad neighbors, all what? you have is the deli and that's yeah. it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Fried chicken spot. Like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do we do about that? What's the plan for that? I love that. I love that. In my initiative, I'm doing, a, I'm doing some stuff in schools in Brooklyn that's mind-boggling. We're we into hydroponic, vertical farming. Children are going to have rooftop gardens on their school buildings. They're going to grow their food, serve it in the cafeteria. And then you can make paper. You can make so much money. From urban farming. That's the new thing, urban it farming. It really is. You could, I'm you so could, into that. You could you could take it, you identify your food desert, food apartheid, you go in and you can actually provide food like we're doing at Democracy Academy. Right. Where young people are growing food, taking it to the local uh, NYCHA facilities. So we're, we're going to change the urban farming in the city. Right. And you know, it's, and it's not, always, it's not what you do every once in a while. It's what you do every day. You know, uh, our elders are prematurely dying because of our diet. Right. You know, I just finished my, my book about a year and a half ago, um, Healthy at Last, to talk about my journey. Right. You know, and even talk about the journey of my mom, who was diabetic for 15 years, seven years on insulin. She went plant-based. Within two men, two months, she was off all of her, mm -hmm. her medication. Indeed. You Imagine know, they wow. told her that, though. Right. Right. Instead of putting her on all these meds. Right, so right. We, we also need like a food curriculum. Right. That's what we right? want to do. Food ed education. That's what right? we want we to do. We got physical ed, food education, because um, a lot of the things we were taught growing up, like milk does your body good. Right. Good. No, it right. don't. 
Right. Who doesn't? Right. 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 Cheese and all these right. things that we were taught early on. Right. Now, but check this out. This is what this is what's so deep, man. About downstream. Imagine this for a moment. You are you you you're living in a poverty environment. Mm -hmm. You don't have the luxury of deciding what you're going to eat. Mm. So you have to go to the government to get fed in your food pantry mm. or anywhere else. Big cheese. And what are they giving you? Big block of cheese. And what? Are, and that cheese is causing your chronic condition. Mm. You know that 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 um, canned meat. Can meat. It's called. It's causing your your colon cancer. It's causing mm. your high blood pressure. Mm. It's causing mm. your diabetes. So the so the government that because you are poor. You have to go to the government to get fed, and they're feeding you food that's feeding your chronic diseases. I, I spent the night in a homeless shelter with a bunch of brothers who were homeless, and I just wanted to sit down and just show them some love. Right. And these brothers was like saying, listen, man, I can't eat this food. They're, 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 they're serving us. This causing, it's feeding my heart disease. Mm -hmm. So people who are in need are being fed food that causes their chronic diseases. That's why 90% of the people that died from coronavirus had pre-existing conditions. And we were feeding, Catherine Garcia, who's running for mayor, mm -hmm. she was feeding our communities chicken McNuggets and feeding other communities healthy food, brother. Popeye's chicken sandwiches, we was all talking about it last but year now. We need that information. You see how we're speaking on these things? I watched the documentary, What the Hell. Right, right. Um, Powerful documentary. That was a documentary change, like the way I looked at food from that point on. Um, me personally, I'm not as, uh, willfully strong in certain areas, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But it's a lot of stuff that I stop and cut down. I, I'm still, you know, I'm still working progress with that, but I feel like and you don't I, have to be perfect. Perfection right. is never the goal. Right. Right. You know, long as you, long right. as you know, then, then you do better. Especially for, for brothers. You want to stop brothers from eating bad? Uh, look at, um, uh, Gregor talks about how your food impacts your sexual organ. A lot of brothers mm. don't realize. They think they clog in. They, oh, this, is, this is going to be a rated X conversation. A lot of brothers feel as though, you know, you get to a certain age, you all of a sudden you don't, don't have the same energy. You, don't, you can't have that same erection and what right. have you. What happens is, is that people think that um, bad food clogs your artery of your heart. No. Right. Bad food clogs, for, for a man, it clogs the smallest artery on his body, which is in his sexual organ. Erectile dysfunction means early signs of clogged arteries. Then mm. your heart later. You eat right. You clean up your whole arteries in your heart and mm. your sexual organ. You mm. back being a 21-year-old and your hey. wife won't leave you. Don't <laughs> tell me no that. You, you hear that, God? <laughs> Crisis, yeah. You know, sometimes you think you are weighted with something, and you're blessed. Mm. You're blessed. Mm. And we we we're living just a lie. We and we have to move out of the place of I'm doing things because this is what we've always done. This is the moment of awakening. 
we need to be questioning everything we're doing. Why am I doing this? Like, what is it rooted in, in fact? Mm. And so something simple as, you know, like every morning I meditate, you know, but something simple as breathing. I, I challenge everyone that's listening to the show, go and look at the power of breathing. We breathe wrong. No one has even taught us how to breathe. We just, how are we supposed to breathe? You, 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 when you breathe, you're, 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 you're putting in energy into your cells in your body. You should, everyone should start their day of doing breathing exercise. You can actually breathe to calm your body. Like when I was, when I was doing the debates during the mm-hmm. campaign, uh, I'll be on stage and all of these fools will be walking around talking and, all, and what have you. I'm sitting there meditating and breathing. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing myself down to a level. You can actually change your entire body makeup. And so when you go into a stressful situation, there's a way to breathe that you calm yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh. You, you, you should take four heavy breaths from your stomach. You shouldn't even be breathing from your chest. You know, like when, 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 people, say, when people say take a breath, people, we, we normally do this naturally. We go, and that's wrong. You breathe from your diaphragm. And so you, you want to take four heavy breaths one at a time. You go, take as much air down here. And then breathe out in eight seconds. Blow. Right. You do that ten times. That relaxes your whole inner core. You know, and You're then supposed to- through your mouth or nose, it doesn't matter. You could like but they are breathing exercises that are unbelievable. And what's what's interesting is that the power of breath work that they talk about has been around for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. So right. we should be teaching children in school how to breathe. This is what I'm saying. We need, we need to be, our kids need to be taught about education, food, just breathing stuff, as, as well as being technically, you know, advanced. Like Without we, a doubt. Yeah, Without a doubt. You know what I'm saying? We need to be you know we do? on our way over to Silicon Valley also. We, we spend time on making our children academically smart and not emotionally intelligent. Hmm. That's what we need to be doing, and we're not going to be able to compete. I go. I've been back and forth to China six times. What they're doing with their children, if we don't get our acts our acts together, brother, we're not we're not going to compete globally. This is a uh, this they got is, discipline. This is a different game, man, and no one cares. No, listen, you go to these cats and you say, well, you know what, we were enslaved. They say, so what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we they, I, when I met with the um, with the Prime Minister of Education over there. They said, mm-hmm. Eric, let me tell you what we tell our children. I don't care if you're a black cat or a white cat. You still got to catch the mouse. You don't catch the mouse, you starve. <laughs> no one cares. That, well, the mouse ran fast. His uncle was here. Mm-hmm. Only thing they ask. Did you get it? Nigga, where's the mouse? <laughs> <laughs> Go get it. That's the globe. The globe right now. The globe. The, the globe can care less about what you went through. Everything else seems Nobody like a distraction. Cares about, <laughs> Nobody cares. What you Nobody cares. Do. All they want to know: Do you have the mouse? <laughs> Period. Right. <laughs> don't tell me why you don't. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> I feel that. You. My dad always said, "Like, don't feel bad for yourself, no matter what the situation is." That's ten steps back. Just feeling bad for yourself. There you go. They, yeah. they, 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 you. Listen. You know what? Running for mayor, I had to raise eleven million dollars. You did it, didn't you? Right. <laughs> 30, 35,000 phone calls asking cats for money. 
Is that is that how is that how it goes? Like, hey, what's up, yeah. man? Can you, I'm I'm running for man, man. Can you make a donation? But you going to money, niggas. Though you're not going to. No, I'm going, going, to, everybody, money, going to everybody. Going everybody. I'm going. I'm I'm hitting the pockets of everybody. <laughs> yeah, like how did you raise that 11 million? Like how does it work? Seriously speaking, thirty five thousand. Hey, you, hey, what's up? Door to door. You know, and Obama talks about this when he ran for president, and I thought about it when he ran. And as I sat down, we do something, when you're running for office, you do something called call time, where you sit down two to three hours a day and you just hit the phones. And I have a sign up that I sort of motivate myself. You know, you know, listen, don't surrender. Fight. You got to mm-hmm. earn it. And so you call people up, cold call. You don't even know the cat. You don't even know these people. Don't even know them. So you're calling businesses. You're calling people. You got a list of people. You wow. get a phone book. You're just calling everyday people. Hey, listen, how you doing? My name is Eric Adams. Uh, you know, I used to be a state senator. Uh, I want to run for mayor, and I want to give you my platform, and I would like to know if you want to uh, donate to my uh, campaign. Fuck you, Negro. <laughs> you got a lot of that, I'm what? sure. <laughs> what? I used to, for the, first, for the first six months, I thought my name was Fuck You, Negro. <laughs> <laughs> but you managed to raise up that money. Because you raised more than anybody else. Anybody else, brother. And I had, I had multi-millionaires in the race. You know, but, but the, the move was, that's why I say sometimes you think you are weighted with something when in fact, you are Bless. being blessed because I was already named and bullied and called a losing, called dumb. Uh, I was already looked upon because of when I went to school, because I overcame that. I said, listen, overcoming you being disrespectful to me means nothing. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Right. So we look at sometimes what we went through as a weight, but it's not. It's not a weight. It shows Blessing. you what you made of. Right. You know, you know what Sharp you could. You know what you could overcome now after you did that. Bit? Everything. I feel. I, that's how I feel about my life. Right. I feel that way about me spending ten years in prison. Me going through what I've been through. I could do. It's, I could do anything in the world. And I could fucking walk on water. That's like, what I'm talking about. I, I have that energy. That's that, what I'm that, talking that about. Belief in myself that I've been so low and it's and, and it helped to carve out who I was that's because I, I had about, to jump man. over those hurdles and I had to find out who I was. So now I'm at a place where it's like no matter what I go through, I can deal with it. Think about that. So now think about, so now put you, put me in that place. Mm-hmm. Okay. Arrested at 15, mm-hmm. beat down by police, mm-hmm. shot at as a police officer, tried to get fired. They wanted to fire me. Um, going through all that madness, learning disabilities, mm-hmm. uh, all that madness. Mm-hmm. So I walk up on, I walk on the stage, the largest uh, national audience. And I'm right. giving a debate with these cats. And I'm looking to the left of me. I'm looking to the right of me, and realize that if you would, if they have to live through my life, right. if you squeeze them, they're pee. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, I'm sitting on the stage. I'm yeah. looking to the left, and I'm looking to the right of me. They're not built like me. I'm saying, what? <laughs> you know what are y'all even doing on this stage with indeed, me? Indeed, indeed. So I went on. That was my head. So indeed. when I'm sitting there, people are saying, "Why do you look un?" Unfazed, unfazed. Mm. I'm like, listen, I know they if they would not be here if they had to go through what I, what went, I went through. That's wow. a different mindset. It is. And so when I was making those calls, I said, yeah, you know what? 
you 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 giving me a lot of bass because you on the phone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> not not in person. You won't have that you same heard. energy. I doubt it. You social media gangster. I bet phone gangster sell gangster. I bet I know you. I know you do. You know you toughen yourself. And so that's what I want, brothers. Those brothers who are living in apartment four D, right, in Niger, right. I want them to look at their conditions and say, "Wait a minute, I'm still here. If I can survive this at 18, that's right. Then what you, you mean to tell me I can't survive being a salesman? That's right. I can't survive, um, you know, picking up a book. Once people see that their condition is is evidence of their ability to survive mm. and they take that dog moment and see it's not a burial, but it's a planting. Mm. We're going to see a different soldier on these streets. Mm. I'm telling you, you know, talking to you and, and I'm hearing a lot of things. Um, you being a new mayor, you, you, you get four years off top. Right. Right. What's the likelihood of, of implementing all these things that we talk about? All these ideals, all these plans. What is the likeness? I love that. Know, I love I that like, question. Because these politicians, they come and they, they tell us what they're going to do. They never do it. Right, right. They, they kiss, they, they kiss, you know, kissing babies. They, they mm-hmm. shaking hands. They smiling, right. taking pictures and, and stuff like that. Are we going to be able to get this stuff done? I like that. I like that. And no, we're not going to do this in four years. Mm. What we're going to do is put the foundational. My goal, my job in four years is to get our asses upstream. Once we get upstream, once we change the mindset of pulling people out of the river and change the mindset to say we're upstream, then we can start the generational change. Because we're not going to do this in in my four years. Four Mm. years, I'm going to get us upstream. I'm going to change how we run this city. And then... If I get another four years, I'm going to be able to do even more. But the next mayor is all that comes after me, right. they're going to have to change their mindset. We're no longer going to be running on downstream mindset. All these cats that are running for office, they're telling you, they're telling you their programs are pulling people out of the river. I'm the only person that's running that's telling you my idea of being upstream and preventing people from falling in. We're no longer going to have downstream mayors anymore. Once I get us upstream, everyone is going to be judged by that mindset. That's where we're going. And it can't be just, you know, with these guys, just the answer can't just be lock niggas up. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. It cannot he, be that. And even when people are inside, you know, someone someone has a body, you're going in, man. You did a body, you know. Yeah, because, no, no, I mean, no, listen, no. it's simple. Though. Look, crime is crime. And, 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 you know, the thing is like, <laughs> Can't help you. The, the, no, it's simple because listen, it's simple, and I tell and I tell people all the time. The job of, of a criminal is crime, right? If I, if it's my job, right? If you're a cop. Your job is to catch me, put me in jail. That's right. it. That's our, right. That's the nature. That's that's our engagement, and it is what it is. But it can't. That that can't be the answer for our problems. No, it can't. No, it can't. And the question is, so we have two phases. You know, first of all, what do we do when you're in? Mm. You know, we took away the opportunities while we were in. The, mm-hmm. the, the correction officers' unions fought and got all those programs, all those educations out. Mm. I say, okay, listen, um, you did, you did a, a, an attempted manslaughter. 
Mm-hmm. You're getting eight to twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? Let's make a deal. You get your bachelor's degree. You out in four. Incentive. Mm-hmm. Right. Incentive. Right. Right. You get. You That's get never you, been done. You, right. You get your. You get your plumbing's license. You get out in four. You get your electrician's license. You get your carpenter's license. Because now you're getting out, and you're no longer going to be a blight on society. You're going right. to contribute to society. Right. So I want to incentivize you to not do time, but to do something with your time. Mm-hmm. They'll fight you on that, though. They don't want that. Yeah, but we... That, we that's, they do not want that. We, but we had a place now on the state and on mm-hmm. the city where we can get it done. Mm-hmm. There's a window of opportunity so to that's, get it done. That's, and that's on the state level. On the state level, right. We could partner to say... Now let's incentivize people of not just leaving, but you know leaving what? Leaving with something. Right. We cut your time in half. Arming them. Exactly. With something, and they can get back out in the street. Now they become part of now Because it, it costs more money to, for you to sit inside a cell than for me to have you uh, finish what you're doing and get out and get a real job, and now you're part of society. Instead of you, instead of us paying you to be incarcerated, they making money off us being incarcerated. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt, they making the, the, the state is not making money. Okay, That's Con Craft is making Corecraft. They're making the money. Who's Corecraft? Is this? A, that's a private. Yes, yes, and they sell the furniture and whatever. Right, because you. I was just telling somebody I was in Auburn mm-hmm. Correctional Facility years ago. That's the first state prison in New York State. In 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 New York, in that prison, they make. New York City, they make New York City license, New York State license plates. Chairs. The chairs, the upholstery that goes into the to the office, to state buildings and right, all that is right, made there. Right, right. Is that a state-owned private, company? It's private, private, and they sell back to the state. Mm-hmm. It's a real mm-hmm. hustle, man. It's it's a, in cahoots, though. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a real hustle. It's a real, people are making paper off of us, man. They're making paper off of us. And you have to be... You have to know the system, how to break down the system. Let me tell you something. If any of these other cats became mayor, man, they'd run rings around them. They wouldn't even have a clue. <laughs> you know? mm. you know, I went through the system. Mm. I know the system. I know how to change the system. That is the difference between... We, we have, you know, Esther 4 and 14. I know a lot of you Negroes don't read the Bible. But yeah. <laughs> she do, though. She Esther, throw that Bible around every week. <laughs> uh, uh, Esther 4 and 14 says, God made me for such a time like this. I'm made for this moment to be the mayor. I believe that, too. I'm made. This is, this is, the, this is the time for me to be the mayor. Because there's, there's an awakening that's taking place in our country, in our city. And I need to take that energy of BLM and say, listen, folks, that energy can't be just about police. Mm-hmm. If black lives really matter, we have to stop 65% of our children not being educated. Mm-hmm. If it really matters, we can't have 10-year-old kids being shot like Justin two days from his birthday. Mm-hmm. We can't have our grandmothers constantly being fed with medications just to lose their kidneys mm-hmm. and to lose their uh, sight. So if black lives really matter, we have to be true to what BLM is. We're, right now, we're not true to it. And people, you have to be honest about the fact we're not true to it. If all of our energy is wrapped up with just being angry at Popo, Popo is going nowhere. Let's be clear on that. So you're saying, <laughs> that's, so you're saying as far as black lives matter is that 
the police issue is just one component. One so component to a, to a bigger, bigger problem. One, one component. We can't. That's a big problem, though. No, it's a, no, it is, and we're not right. dismissive of that, right? You know, but if if we're measuring problems mm -hmm. based on the uh, casualty rate, that's just one of the problems, brother. That's a result, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Right, exactly, exactly. So we need to <clears throat> we need to we need to elevate ourselves to say Black Lives Matter, and if we elevate ourselves to that, then we are gonna, we're not going to allow anything to destroy Black lives. Mm. Not just Popo. I don't care if the person is wearing a blue police uniform or blue gangbanger jeans. You're not going to hurt black lives. Indeed. I understand that. Yeah. I get it. You're giving us quality of life. I that's, get it. That, that's not the bare minimum that we're right. used to. I yeah. get it. Mm -hmm. I know one thing. You're the only male I ever known personally. <laughs> so that's something. <laughs> um... <laughs> How did you guys meet? I think I think Denise introduced it, but I connected to Mayo right away because you know real recognizes Definitely. real. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And and having having you, you know, come into you know city hall. That's right. Because part of part of empowerment is just taking a bunch of brothers, you know, from forty and just coming to city hall or Gracie Mansion mm -hmm. and hold a conversation. Mm. That's part of empowerment, because part of empowerment is access. If we like it or not, if we're really honest with ourselves, black folks are still scared of white folks, brother. Why? Why do you think that is? Because we generational. It's in our it's DNA. Embedded. It's embedded. It's man. embedded. It's embedded. Fear. Right. Like right, we don't right. know how to not be. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And until I, we empower, we have to empower ourselves to get over that fear. And some it's, of the, it's some we intimidated. Right. When you go in a room and the room is full of white people with suits or white people with uniforms. That's right, brother. That's right. That's there's, right. There's there's an embedded fit. Not all of us though. No, 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 I, no, I, no. I grew I grew up like that. Right. I had to get comfortable. And and I think that's some things that we don't really talk about because right. you know we come from the hood. It's like I ain't scared of nobody, I ain't scared of right. nobody. Right. And I get it. You know, until you walk in the room. That's right, brother. You know, and like a parole board, and it's just so, so fucking scary. <laughs> right. And you right. know, they all judging you. You know, the courtroom, yeah. the judge is up there, you you know. Or a police precinct. Police precinct. That's why the desk it's is high. Right, right, right. That's why it's the desk sits up. Yeah, it's, yeah. In, it's intimidating. Um, I had to find the comfortability and get to a place where I was secure with myself. And, right, right. And, you know, and get to a place where I could just get in these meetings and be like. Right. But you had to really, you had yeah. to really, shit, you, you got to really, believe, right, you gotta really, yeah, you got to get tell, there. Let me, tell, let me tell you what happened. I had a friend of mine, an Italian guy, uh, back, I must have been 19. I worked for um, Blue Cross Blue Shield mm -hmm. as a clerk. And we, we bef befriended him, uh, each other. And uh, he had a fire in his house. And he, he came to South Jamaica, Queens. He, he lived in um, Pel Pelham Parkway. Mm -hmm. He came to South Jamaica, Queens, because my mom let, let him come and move with us until his family got their stuff together. Mm -hmm. So once he was able to move back with his family, he says, Eric, you, you know, I really appreciate what you did. You want to come to the gardens to watch the game? I said, yeah, man, Walt Frazier, Dave the Bush. And so when we get to the garden, it was no basketball game. It was hockey. Mm -hmm. I was like, David, what the fuck you doing, man? You know, black folks don't like no damn hockey. And so, 
In reality, that was the first time I was around all those white folks, man. I was scared as hell. Right, right. I was intimidated. Intimidated, right. Game started. Nobody cared I was there. They were giving me high five, sharing beer. And it dawned on me, there was no sign that says no blacks allowed in the garden to watch hockey. That sign was in my head. Right. We have been still things in the heads of each other. We're not supposed to watch golf. We're not supposed mm -hmm. to play golf. Mm -hmm. We're not supposed to do this. We're not supposed to do that. It's handed down generation after generation. Oh, what are you, Tom, because you want to do this? You want to do that? Mm -hmm. No, man. Nothing is off limit to me. That's right. You know? I think that's starting to change. And Because I, 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 um, I know some homies that go to the golf. Right. You know, golf, golf court. You know, you know when they they really go play. I know a couple dudes that really go do that. I think it started changing. Imagine Mano like playing tennis. I told him I was going. I told him I was going to pull up and play golf one day. Right, right. But see, it has to. It has to. Exposure is the key. If you were to take, if you were to go to Tilden Project, right, take those brothers and sisters, expose them to something different. Right. Tell them the standard, the code of behavior. Show right. them the game. They will excel. That's right, because that's that's where the problem. That's that's where the, 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 the disconnect is at. It in is these, in, in our communities. It's like a jail in itself. It is, brother. It's a prison in itself. We eat around this ten block radius. That's right. And that's right. That's right. This is where we exist in. This is where we live. This is where we share. That's we right, lose. Brother. We, we die. Here, Tragic, man. Right? Tragic. And Tragic. And we not open up. We don't have our options and our opportunities. Right. You understand. By the time we fifteen, man, you got you got kids thirty. You got dudes thirty years old. They've never, never left, been never, there. Never, never left. Now think about this for a moment. You have places in this city mm -hmm. where you can't even cross the street because there's so much beef between two right. different developments that if you come over in that other develop, development, you get shot. You right. come over. You got to go to school and back to your development. That's what I'm saying. We have we have. We are imprisoned inside right. our communities. And so what I have to do as mayor, I have to break folks free from that. I have to say, no, man, you, you are going to Wall Street. You're going to walk on the trading room floor. You're going to fight your natural fear. Right. You're going to sit inside this boardroom. You're going to see what it's like to be in a corporate setting. You know, we, mm. need, to, we need to be intentional to get folks off the block. Right. That's what we and give them other op give them other option. Yes, brother. We need to do. That's all we ever needed was other options. That's all we did. You know, we need to do uh, using technology. Mm -hmm. You know, Jeff Bezos is getting ready to go up in space. Mm -hmm. Yep. Why can't Jeff Bezos from space do use a Zoom and talk right inside a classroom mm. in Brownsville or the South Bronx? You could do that, pretty sure. That's what I'm saying. But we need to expose. They do that for other kids. Mm -hmm. We need to expose our children to the possibilities. And, and that's not and what we what we did. When I when I was a kid, my mom, when Percy Sutton ran for mayor, Percy Sutton was the mm -hmm. first uh, African American to run for mayor. My mom took me to the uh to the polling place and she took my hand and she touched Percy's name. And she said, You need to know the possibilities. And mm. when I when I Voted the other day. I took my son. I said, "You need to touch my name because you need to know the, the possibilities." Yeah, that's that's what we need to show our children: the possibilities. We need to know that the world is is greater than just hood. That's right. These communities that we come from, we need to know that it's bigger and that we can do whatever we want to do. Whatever, brother, and know what the sky is no longer the limit. 
Jeff Bezos is going to That's outer right. space. Mm-hmm. As my man Swiss would say, sky is not the limit, it's the view. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <For> real. <laughs> That's right. Did you know that you wanted to be mayor a long time ago? No, no, no. With this spot, something that you... It came... I had, it was, it, 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 I had an 11-year-old young man that was arrested for... Uh, it was like his third arrest for armed robbery. They called him with the gun. Mm-hmm. And I was doing a midnight tour, and I saw him inside. I said, what's this young brother doing here? And they said, this is... Uh, you know, he told me his name. You know, this is his third arrest for robbery. And so I was doing the midnights, and so I was, you know, bringing him something to eat, talking to him. And as I sat down and spoke with him, I learned that his dad was in jail, his mother was on crack. That's right. Uh, he was raising himself. That's right. And right then I understood. I said, you know what? He didn't commit the crime. We committed the crime. That's right. Why did we catch? Why didn't we catch him? Why didn't we realize? Ahead. Right. Prevention is better than cure. Right. Yeah. Right. And it just inspired me in, in uh, uh, Bill Lynch. Once I saw the ability of using technology, because I was a computer program, a police officer special assignment, and once I saw the abilities of using technology, I said, you know what, we can run this city better. You know, we can run, and it's just- And then back then you felt like you wanted it. 24 years, brother. I've been running for mayor for 24 years. Wow, come on, let me (laughs) say Relentless. 24 years. Every night, every night before going to bed, I write in my journal on what I'm going to do as mayor. I have 26 journals. Wow. Analyzing the city. That's before I go to sleep. I give thanks to the ancestors. Make my entry in my journal. Meditate. And go to sleep. Nonstop. In those 24 years, what's, what are some of the mantras that you lived by when it was, you know, the ups and downs that you were going through? And it's been a lot. It's been a lot. You know, there's been some, you know, there's been some scary moments, you know. What do you um, tell yourself? That, that you know, uh, I'm not picking cotton. That's right. Our ancestors picked cotton from sun up to sundown. This ain't that bad. That's right. No matter what I'm going through, you know no, what? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not delivering, delivering a baby in the field and just to go back to work. I'm not having someone kick in my cabin door and rape my wife, my daughter, yeah. and my son sometime, you know. What they went through tells us we can go through a hell of a lot. We're not going through a damn thing. Mm. <laughs> Man, bro. Um, wow. Let's get these things done, though. Eric. We are. We are. And, we are. and I want to say that I told you this before, whatever I could do to help as far as like, um, you know, I'm just getting into a space where I, I just want to, I want to be inspiration for the young males. Right. Right. You know, I want I want, I want them to look at me and, and see motivation. And, and as much as I could reach them, um, I want to help as much as I can. I'm not perfect. I'm not out here trying right, to right. pump perfection and all that. But if I got some game to give or I can assist in some type of way, that's going to matter. For these, for these kids that, you know, bend the corner and, and get away from some of the, where the roads that, that led me in the wrong, on the wrong road, that I'm with it. I'm with it. And you are, brother. You're doing, you know, the... We we are going in four years. We're going to create some soldiers, man. Right. I'm. We're going to show young people, uh, some of these young courageous. If we redirect that energy and that anger, we're going to produce some Malcolms. Because remember, Malcolm, mm-hmm. of course, reform inside. Right. We're going to produce. You know, some of our greatest soldiers were inside. That's right. And if we just take that courageous, yeah. that strength, That's right. that encouragement, 
We're going, we're going to turn this sometimes, game around. Sometimes you got to go through hell to get to heaven, man. <laughs> I appreciate you for coming, man. You're the only man I know. Personally, <laughs> I'm calling. I'm pulling up the Gracie Mansion. Okay. <laughs> for real. Yo. We got some vegan food? It's vegan food. Yes. It's vegan. Man, thank you for coming, bro. We got some quinoa. Yeah. We got cater. Wow. Caterers. Yeah, yeah. That? We got the chef and everything. You know what I mean? Like... Kitchen Talk, Chase uh, Your Dreams. Thank, thank you, you already so much. Know, man. I appreciate you for coming and, and, and having real talk with us and talking about a lot of, you know, a lot of initiatives and a lot of stuff that you want to implement in the game, man, and congratulate you on, um, on, your, on, your, on your win. Yes, sir. You know? Second black mayor in New York City history. The big, the big office, yeah. Before we go, though, can I just ask you one more question? Yes. So being that you're so health conscious and you're so into, like, the veganism and uh, the herbalism and all of that, how do you feel about the vaccine? Are you vaccinated? I am, but everyone should make an independent decision. Because what you put in your body uh, should be your decision. And I respect the concerns that people have because Tuskegee is real, mm. you know, and so many other things that, that have happened. And so I encourage people to do it, but I respect people need to get there on their own. I'm just like, why are they marketing it so heavily? You, they entered us for the lottery if you take the vaccine. I'm like, I don't know about that one. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you Thank so you. much. Thank you. Thank you. Being here. Love. Kitchen Talk, baby. At Kitchen Talk, the podcast. Kitchen Talk, baby. At Holla Rock. <laughs> um, I don't, don't know even what know. Eric Adams for NYC. Eric Adams like, for NYC. Yeah. Bless, bless, bless. Good job, guys.